and they'll never be able to fool us again. They tried to trigger a great reset, but instead, they triggered a great awakening. We will not look back five years from now and tell our children that we did nothing as our nation was stolen. We will tell them that we fought for and won our freedom just like our forefathers in 1776. America is the last bastion of freedom in the world. We are the only remaining threat to the CCP virus. If we fall, the world will fall. But we will not fall. It's time to stand with our founding fathers and to invoke the power of we the people and the power of God. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas. This is this beautiful video that our wonderful president posted today called The Plot to Steal America. I'll put this on the link in freedomforce.live. You've got to you've got to watch it. And it's, it was just tremendous that he put it's on his, uh, it's also on his Donald J. Trump YouTube channel. And uh, just brought me just to tears this morning. But when I was listening that we will not have to tell our children that we sat idly by, uh, we will tell them that we fought when that we were in this Freedom Force Battalion together and we fought valiantly day after day after day, sharing and tweeting and posting and emailing and texting and talking and all the things that the Lord has called us, each one of us to do, as he says in the in the Joel chapter two army that that no one no one gets in, in each other's way. We all go in lockstep exactly as the Lord is directing each one of us. Very, very exciting. If you're new here, I am Melissa Red Pill the World. We look at how this is biblical. We've been told on the boards it's biblical 15 times. And uh, we are uh, being part of the ones to set the world free. Okay, so I'm going to show you uh, this this video. Also, I'm now actually posting more on Gab because Parlor talk bad about the 17th letter and I'm like why would you do that <clears throat> so we're trying to find places of freedom where we can share information but we'd also like to have a little respect <laughs> just a little bit on the side if we can anyway so that I thought it was great we will not have to tell our grandchildren that we did nothing we will tell them we fought to save our country and the world the Lord is using us to set the world free it's very exciting y'all like my cool uh uh, <laughs> a necklace. So I'm not, I want to say eight, but I don't want to say, you know what I'm talking about, the infinity necklace. Uh, so uh, I just saw that yesterday we went over and we had a little get together where we were putting together these necklaces. I saw that. I'm like, I've got to have one of those. So that's what we were doing. That was so fun with the girl, my girlfriends. So yet um, this is so beautiful. The president of uh, uh, the, the White House is decorated so beautifully. Let me see if I can show you. I wanted you to see something that was, I thought was super, super cool. And that is got a lot of plaid work in here. A lot of plaid, even some of the, the, uh, the decorations look plaid. I don't know if that's the truth, but anyway, in this picture, they kind of do. And so, and then right inside this, this uh, doorway, just inside the doorway is the gold. <laughs> How cool is that? So the, the plaid obviously reminds us of our heritage, um, our Irish and Scottish heritage. How cool is that? And then of course, our first lady is wearing it also on the day when our president 
tells basically the Christmas story. Uh, and, and so she's wearing plaid, which you would not normally think of as a Christmas outfit, right? So I thought that was pretty cool. Isn't this beautifully decorated though? And so really what it reminds us of is that uh, our heritage of, uh, that I'm gonna show you also this, let me see if I can find it. Right here on my freedomforce.live, I have this entire playlist called um, the Israel, Lost Tribes of Israel Found. Okay, and so on here, I have all kinds of videos talking about who is Israel? Who are they? Is it just this little strip of land in the Middle East? And the contention here is no, it's not. We've been misled to think that was the case. We've been misled to think that this is just a certain group of people. But, you know, Jacob had four wives, he had 12 kids. And, and they all look different. They, you know, don't expect them to look all the same. So, and that we were scattered. The lost tribes have just been scattered. Uh, Bannon talks a lot about, see Bannon talks about uh, the, the diaspora. So, you know, they, they've gone, believers have gone throughout the entire world. And I think that's really what's going to happen is we're going to find that out that we've had believers spread throughout all of the world. And specifically, the these tribes went to um, to Ireland and Scotland and England, and then were transplanted to America. And that's why I wanted to show you this one right here. America is real. <laughs> is real. Do we know our true identity? Because so so much of this has been hidden from us. So I wanted you to see that, but. Because the reason I'm bringing it up is because that's why I think they have all this plaid, because this is this is about these uh, these tribes that have then been transplanted into America. I, we need to do a study on these all these these uh, the plaid. You know which tribe are these? You know I just have a feeling. And then right inside this door, right on the other side of this doorway, is the gold. Yeah, this is so much symbolism here. I really do believe it is. So I want you to see that. Um, also, look at this. Isn't this gorgeous? <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Look at those beautiful stars, just like we've been researching about the stars and this beautiful star, the Christmas star that I had the video on. I just uh, hopefully a lot of you have seen that one. This is the, the three Christmas star signs of 12, 21, 20 that we just saw, the amazing conjunction. And the reason it's so amazing is because it's the culmination of the sign of the Son of Man and that the, 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 the we are breaking free finally of their evil uh, over us. So I thought that was super cool. Isn't that beautiful though? It just really brings your attention to the stars and how the wise men follow the star. And we've been able to see the star. We've been able to uh, uh, decode what has been hidden from us in so many different ways. What a what an amazing day. And someone asked me, well, you know, should, you know, why do we have this at, at, in December when when clearly we see from the Bethlehem star that was also on this video. I go, I show you with the Bethlehem star and he was born in June, you know, and so he's, he wasn't born in December. Well, and he wasn't even conceived in December. He was conceived 
September 11th, 9-11. So the reason is because I truly believe that this, that our forefathers knew about this sign in the heavens and that it would be at Christmas. This was a, a sign that the Lord would give us as the culmination of the sign of the son of man. They knew how to track the stars. We, it's been hidden from us, lost information from us, but they knew it and they wanted to celebrate this every year. I'm so thankful that we celebrate Christmas. I'm so thankful that the world stops and celebrates Christmas and says, you know, let's, let's all rejoice that the Savior has come. We sing these songs, even though <laughs> a lot of these songs are not really being sung, you know, for Christmas, but a lot of us know at least some little Christmas song, and most people know the song Joy to the World. You know, these amazing Christmas songs to help us to realize this is the Savior has been born, the King of the world. If you know nothing else about Christmas except that Jesus is the King of the world, was born. Okay. And look at this beautiful hymn. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. Um, then look at the uh, this, this third passage. I love this one. Uh, no more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessing flow far as the curse is found. This is the day when the curse is being broken. The spell of the deception, the spell of all this, um, this thorns of everywhere you look, there's like, you can't even grow a tomato anymore. You know, you, uh, you can't even find, you know, good food anymore. You know, all of these, these, these sins and sorrows that have just been growing all over the world. No more, no more. We're going to walk through that door. We're going to have the gold. We're going to have the peace. We're going to have the wealth. We're going to have all of it. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Now, many times when it talks about nations in the, in the scriptures, I'm going to give you a little hint. I've told you guys this for those who've been here before the nations is not talking about what we think of as nations, you know, like Italy and Venezuela and, you know, France or whatever it's, it makes the nations is, is really the, the Bible word, when they use, it uses the word nations, it's so many times talking about makes the, the evil, evildoers, the, 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 the cabal, okay, makes them prove the glories of his righteousness. In other words, that they'll fall to his, his rule and they will, they will submit to him and they will bow the knee to him and the wonders of his love. Actually, the president put out a tweet the other day. He said, the whole world's going to know soon the, the miracle of what our, our administration has done. I'm like, what are you saying? What are you saying? I don't know. We'll have to. I thought that was interesting, interesting language. But yes, I love that song. Joy to the world is about his second advent, not really about his first, because Yes, he's as a baby in the manger, he's the king. But when they know, when the nations, the evildoers know that he's the king is when he's got his foot on their throat and that they have to submit to him and that they're cast out and that we have the, the kingdom. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ and he will reign forever and ever. Love that. Love, love, love that. All right. So if you want to see more about how to know how this is biblical, I have a book where I talk about this a thousand years of peace coming. And I know that's in that extreme minority position, but this is what's the truth 
is that the Lord had, you know, that it's been hidden from us. So much has been hidden from us, but we now know that the enemy is being cast out and that we're not escaping. We're having a thousand years of peace as soon as like, like we walk right through that door and we're going to have a thousand years of peace of health and wealth and no more war, no more war. And, and our, all of this confusion, all this deception, all this difficulties that we have in our relationships is going to be resolved. It's all going to just fall, just, just fall away. Anyway, isn't that beautiful? All right. So, um, now I wanted you to see this verse. I love this this verse, it talks about in Romans chapter eight, for all who are led by the spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you receive God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Why am I bringing up this verse at Christmas time? It's because you are hearing him. I want you guys to know that. You might think, oh, well, I've done bad things or I'm, it's not about that. It's our sins are forgiven in Christ. Our sins are forgiven. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. He says he remembers our sins no more. He casts our sins as far as the East is from the West. Isn't that amazing? So he has adopted you. How do you know? How do you know that you're his child? This verse right here, because his spirit joins with our spirit. He's speaking to you. He is, he is helping you to understand and, and he's directing you. You are hearing from him and you know these things are true. Even, even though you might have to, you know, people don't understand. People may misunderstand you and all that. You are, you're, you're listening to his voice and you are hearing from him. And even if people don't understand you and maybe disagree and, call you names or whatever, you, you still know these things are true and you're standing on these things are true because this, it's the spirit of God speaking to you, confirming this in your heart, in your gut, okay? So I want you to be encouraged with that, that you might think, well, I'm not a big, you know, you know, um, I don't know the Bible real well, or, you know, I'm not, I have, I've done things I'm ashamed of. It's not about that. Forget all that. Forget all, forget all that. If, as long as you have turned your life to him and you're walking with him, that, that's all he cares about. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let him steal your confidence of your relationship with the Lord where you're listening to his voice. Don't let the enemy steal from you Christmas the whole world stops. The whole world listens um, to Christmas carols. The whole world stops and thinks about that the, the Savior was, the Lord gave this gift to have the Savior born and sent to the earth to cast out the evil, to, to start this plan to, 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 to sweep out the evil. And now we're at the, at the last, <laughs> the, the, right at the door of this being done. What, a, what an amazing blessing. So don't let someone take this from you, this, this, that we put lights everywhere because he's the light of the world. You know, this is a, a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing for people to give and give and give, just like our Lord God gave us his son. It is, it is this, the unspeakable gift. 
It's just, you can't even believe that he would send his son to save us, to rescue us. So don't let anybody steal that from you. This is a beautiful thing that we celebrate Christmas. Can you imagine if we didn't have Christmas? <laughs> At least one time a year where people would stop and give and give and give to each other. It, it just, it's, a, it's, it's really a beautiful reset. All right, so don't forget to go to freedomforce.live and, um, and check, check out the book, the audio book. And um, I'm going to talk to you about one, one other quick thing before I go. But anyway, I'll do this one real quick. All right, so now, and, and don't forget to watch the video, um, America, Do You Know Your True Identity? I think that would really be helpful for you to, to see. It, 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 was, it changed so much of the way that I was looking at so much so much. It was so helpful that I learned that information. So check this whole one out. It's under videos. Let me move me. Videos, playlists. I'm going to go back to that so you'll see exactly how to get there on freedomforce.live. Okay. And don't forget all my social media is here. And I've been, like I said, doing more Gab. All right. So join me on Gab. All right. So um, here, right here, Lost Tribes of Israel found, found, and you may be the physical progeny. You may be uh, just adopted in. Either way, we're all part of one big family. All right, so it's all right there. Now, I'm going to just, let's do our Christmas. Let's celebrate Christmas together, right? Um, so this whole thing at the beginning of Matthew, it goes into the entire the entire um, uh, genealogy of our Lord Jesus, okay? And that he was a descendant of David, David and of Abraham. It goes into all these generations, 14 and 14 and 14, um, starting from from right here from Abraham. Okay. So, uh, that he, and then all the way, all the way down to Mary, uh, Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. So this is his, the heat from both lines from Mary and from Joseph, even though he was not the physical father, either way, it's, it shows how he is from both of them. Okay. Um, and Mary gave birth to Jesus, who's called the Messiah. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and then 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. I'm telling you, the Lord has everything going exactly according to clockwork. Don't ever doubt it. <laughs> Just like we've seen the Maseroth, the, the heavenly clock. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and didn't want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. His very name means that he's the Savior, okay? So it would be a tough, tough information for, for Joseph to believe, for Mary to say, oh, just so you know, I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, okay, sure. It's hard enough to tell your mom, but for Mary to tell her betrothed this, right, and he was just like, I, you know, I love you, but I just can't go with that. So he, the Lord was so gracious to have an angel of the Lord to come and tell him what, what that, that was the, the case. Now, I will tell you that from then on, she was called dirty names. 
and Jesus also, they said he was, you know, he was born out of wedlock. I'll put it that way. Yeah, for always. So, you know, sometimes for someone to say, oh, Jesus couldn't be the savior because look, he was born out of wedlock. They didn't know. We now, we now know what the truth was behind it. There are things that we may not know. And we'll have to say, okay, Lord, you just guide me by your spirit. And even if I don't understand some things, I'm just going to trust you. Okay. Anyway, all of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus, just like the angel told him. This is in Matthew, I'm sorry, Luke chapter two. Oh, no, I'm sorry, this is chapter one. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, that's her, her cousin, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a village in Galilee. Galilee is uh, north of Jerusalem, about, I don't know, two hours if you're, if you're driving, something like that. Big Sea of Galilee up there. To a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to, a, to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, uh, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and will name him Jesus. And he, or in, in Hebrew is Yeshua, he will be very great and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Super quick. Mary did not fall in, in, in great fear like most everyone did when they saw an angel. She's listening, but she's not afraid. He says, don't be afraid. And, and she's not. She's just listening. And she's, she's puzzled by all of this. Amazing thing. She's probably like 15 years old. Says he will reign. He was born a king and it has not appeared that he was ruling this world, but this is what's so great about the book of Revelation. It says that you've assumed your role and you've come to reign. Now, verse 34, Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. Okay. Now, the other guy in the, in the other, what about uh, Zechariah? He was like, this can't happen because of blah, blah, blah. He didn't, you know, she was, she was simply asking a question very humbly. I don't understand. How can this happen? I'm a virgin. Okay, so she's asking very humbly. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the, the baby to be born will be holy and he'll be called the Son of God. Holy in the sense of he's without sin. The sin is transmitted through the Father. So this, this child will be, um, will, will be without sin. Okay, there won't be the sin nature that will that will flow to him. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. She was past childbearing years. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. They didn't have 
text messages back then, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. How amazing. Now she knew this was not going to be an easy thing, especially in that, in that, uh, in that time for her to be pregnant out of wedlock, not going to be good, <laughs> not going to be good. But this was, uh, we, we don't, we take that for granted sometimes. So she really took uh, on a big challenge. Um, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. So she knew, even though she'd never known even that Mary was pregnant, See, she immediately knows Mary's pregnant. She knows, I mean, Mary's, I'm sure not showing at this point because because uh, Elizabeth still has, you know, has, has not had the baby yet. So it's like it's within three months, Mary's not even showing. So she's like, How, you're, you're going to be the mother of my Lord. You are going to be the mother of the one that I bow the knee to. She, and this is, she's speaking this uh, uh, in the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. You believed him. You humbled yourself and, 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 and uh, by faith believed. And I would say the same thing for each one of you, that you are believing what the Lord has put in your heart, even though the, the media will say it's you know, not true, even though you might hear other, you know, other, other people will say it's not true. You still know in your heart, this is true. And there's no, there's, you are believing just like Mary did back in the day. So isn't that cool? All right. So this is what she said. It's the Magnificat. Fix my cool necklace here. Um, she said, uh, Mary responded. Hold on real quick. Fix my necklace. This is the Magnificat, her, her, uh, her response to what the Lord was doing in her life and uh, her song of praise to, to the Lord. Now you can tell when you listen to this, that Mary knew the word. Of course, she's a Jewish girl, a little a Hebrew girl. So she knew the word. The Lord had uh, used her uh, growing up here to, to, to have her just filled with the word. Okay. She was not under <laughs> as much as she did not go to public school. All right. Mary responded, oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one is holy and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. Now, I'm going to read to you about this in Isaiah uh, probably tomorrow or the next day, but this is this is talking about how he is setting the world free from the evil tyrants. When he talks about the his mighty arm has done tremendous things, that's what it's talking about. 
He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. He has made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Isn't that awesome? I love that Magnificat. She is not playing. She knows that she is being used to bring in the Savior who will destroy the works of evil. <laughs> she's, yeah, 15, but she's she's way above uh, beyond her years in wisdom. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three, three months and then went back to her home. Okay, so then it talks about uh, the John the Baptist being born, her uh, the cousin, Jesus's cousin. All right, so then this is Luke chapter 2. Uh, the reason I'm reading this is because so many people don't know the, the Christmas story anymore. They don't read it anymore. They just do the Grinch and all this. Um, this is Luke chapter two. At that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman empire. Got to get the taxes in, right? This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. The ancestral town is, you know, where their, their forefathers were from, okay, from the very beginning. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea. Judea is like a, what you think of as a county, okay? Bethlehem in Judea, David's uh, ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. So he's headed south. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. <clears throat> and while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. So they're in a stable. And he's in a manger, which is where you would put the food for the animals. You wouldn't put the food on the on the ground. You'd put it in this little this little uh, trough type of thing. So he was in a he was in a trough. Our Lord Jesus was humble beginnings for sure. The shepherd and the angels that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. Again, these are not falling to the ground in fear like so many other people would do. They were humble, but they had, uh, they, it appears, had just very quiet, confident trust in the Lord, not fancy religious folk. Not faint, you know, nothing like that, not you know, learned scholars, but they had this confident, settled uh, relationship with the Lord. The radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will be great joy to all people. I love that. Good news. Great joy to all people, not just a few people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, the one we've been waiting for, yeah, him, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. 
I can assure you no other babies were in a manger in a little trough, right? So the funny thing was, and I'm going to read you next about the wise men coming from the east. They'd set out on a journey months and months before, but it appears that no one in Bethlehem was wa was watching. This is Israel. They, you would think, and they know the word. Why do they not know the signs? Why do they not know how to follow the signs in the heavens like the wise men did? Because that knowledge was hidden even back in that day. And so this is what's so amazing that the Lord is revealing all this to us in this time. Anyway, uh, suddenly the angel was joined. Okay, that angel who was who was announcing this. I think it's. I think it's Gabriel, um, was announcing this, was joined with a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying glory to God in highest heaven on peace on earth to whom those with whom God is pleased. So that now it's not just one angel. It's like the whole curtain of, of heaven opens up and they see all of a sudden they see the heavens open up and they see a window into heaven. They can hear the angels singing. Can you imagine what a concert that must have been? You've heard about a Christmas concert. That's a huge concert. So they, they just, just opened up and they see the angels and they hear all of this. And, and then, it's, then as soon as the concert's over, the, the, the window closes and they, they hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph. Not a, not a big town, just a little bitty village. Okay. So I actually got to go there and I didn't get to into the village, uh, but I went on a, a, like a mountaintop right over it and you could see down into the little village and the little little road going into it and there was a field right there and I'm thinking I wonder if this is exactly where the angels were singing right here it was likely pretty close it had to be close and so it was right there that the angels were singing the heavens had opened right there and I was thinking that would be you know right here it was so cool um and then and it, so they just it, they didn't have to go like a, you know, an hour journey. They just had to walk basically into the town uh, where they were, the, you know, the, you know, they could see, find the baby and they knew it was going to be in a stable. So it wasn't probably that hard to find anyway. Um, so all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. Wow. Look what, look what, um, what my cousin Elizabeth said, look at how the Lord spoke through me with the Magnificat. Look at how uh, the angel appeared to me. Look how the angel appeared to Joseph. Look how the angels appeared to the, the shepherds. It's just like, wow, so cool. So exciting. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angels angel had told them, the one angel spokesman. So these are regular guys. This is just like us, you guys. We're, you know, we're just regular folk, right? And the Lord is speaking to us. He is telling us what he is doing in this day. It's just like I've talked about in the book. Um, did I show you the book? Did I show you that? Yeah, this book right here, this one here. And you can get the one called the book of Revelation Revealed. It's the same book. It's just a different title. And you know, it talks about all the trumpets, the trumpet blasts, and how the angels are waking us up with the trumpet blasts. And so it's the same thing that's happening with, with, with uh, the shepherds, that the angels came and talked with them and told them what was happening. So here's a section that you probably never heard about. I think I mentioned this a few days ago, but I'll put it in this video too. Eight days later, when the baby Jesus was circumcised, his name 
he was named Jesus, the name or Yeshua, the name given him by the angel, even before he was conceived, that they, they both obeyed the Lord, did what he said every step of the way. Then it was time for their purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. So eight days later, he's being circumcised. Now he's got to go to Jerusalem. The law of the Lord says if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Okay, then they're, now they're in Jerusalem. At this time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him. Again, the Holy Spirit speaking to people and revealing to them, right? He had revealed to them that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He, he took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people, all people, which you, uh, he is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. Now, whether that's being, dis, uh, is he's being revealed to the nations as in the all the world, that's certainly true, but it might also be that he is going to reveal God to these evildoers. And they're going to be like, uh-oh, we're in big trouble because we've we've just disobeyed, we've done such evil. So he is the glory of your people, Israel. He knew when he saw this baby, he knew when he saw this baby that this was the Christ. He was the Christ. He didn't necessarily look like the Christ. You'd think that the Christ would be born in a palace. You know, he knew in his heart this was the Christ. Isn't that beautiful? So, um, you know, he's not, he's from just very nondescript family. You know, they're, they're poor people, but he knew it by the spirit of God speaking to him. Jesus's parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them. And he said to Mary, the baby's mother. Now, let me back up. So now she's had... Not only the, the wise men, I'm sorry, the, the angels, um, which, which we haven't talked about the wise men, but they came right at her at the birth. People have said it was two years later. No, we know by the signs in the heavens that this was when they that, that they, they came right with the when he was born. So uh, the, the shepherds, you've got Elizabeth, you've got Joseph, you've got the angels coming to her. All of this is happening. So now you've got Simeon and he's going to tell her something that's going to rock her world. This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your very soul. Talking about, of course, when they would reject him and then ultimately send him to the cross, which was going to just pierce her soul. So, I will say this, that I believe in this day, the thoughts of many hearts are being revealed. Many hearts are being revealed right now. And that's a big part of why this is taking as long as it is, because it's important that we see them ex expose themselves 
they're exposing themselves for fighting against righteousness and justice and freedom. They're, they're, you know, yeah. A lot of times we're like, oh, no, not them too. Right? But that's what's happening. They, many are opposing justice from coming to the earth. And it is a, it's a shocking thing. Now, there's also Anna. Do you know the story of Anna, a prophet who was also there in the temple? She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher. She was very old. Her husband died when they'd been, been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. There, the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom, and God's favor was on him. Okay, so let me read to you the account of the wise men. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where's the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Well, for wise men, that was not very smart. <laughs> they're going to the palace and they're asking the king, where's the king? He's like, I'm the king. What are you talking about? I'm the king. <laughs> He's not going to be happy about it. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. It's got everybody in a tear. He's like, what do you mean? You didn't tell me about this. Why didn't you tell me about this? And, and who's, who's this person? Who do they think they are coming in here saying he, they got, you know, there's another king. I'm the only king. And if anybody says I'm not the king, it's going to be, you know what to pay. That's what's going on. He called a meeting of the leading priests and the teachers of the religious law and asked, where is this Messiah supposed to be born? You didn't even tell me about any of this. Why? How come you haven't even told me any of this? <laughs> He's not happy. In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the, here's where it is in the, in the Bible, uh, in the, in the, in, uh, in the prophecies. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler shall come from you, who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Okay, this is, I think it's in, I think it's in, let me see if I can see it down here. Yeah, Micah. Chapter five, verse two, that's Micah five, two. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and learned from them the time when the star first appeared. And as I was saying to you the other day, they had said, oh, I'm sure this is what they told him. Oh, well, this great prophet Daniel saved our forefathers when he was able to tell Nebuchadnezzar his dream of all the kingdoms that would come. And he told us that then he began, he began, uh, he became the ruler over all the wise men. And he taught us how to discern the stars, how to track the stars in the heavens and how to identify each of the constellations as uh, with their biblical symbolism. Just like I have on my freedomforce.live playlist called biblical astronomy. I have one called, I'm going to take you to it right now because this is too, it's perfect for what I'm talking about right now. So here it is on the lost tribes of Israel. But this one is the playlist called the biblical astronomy. You've got to see the this video I did called the um, uh, heavenly storybook. Okay, it's taking a minute. I'm gonna get there. Okay, so here's the one here, right? Biblical astronomy. And this is the one I want you to see. God gave us a heavenly storybook. You must see. This one tells you what each of the constellations represents biblically, because the Lord says many times He knows the stars by name. 
All right, so here, let's see if I can find that one. Come on. I'm gonna find it, hold on real quick. All right, I'm gonna to have to find it because I don't even know where it is. I will make sure you have the link on freedomforce.live when you look for this uh, for this video, uh, the links to this video that I'll, I'll put down in the in the comments below. But yeah, so it's gonna be have this same picture on it. God gave us a heavenly storybook to uh, must see. So so cool. And so the wise men knew that. And so he's asking them when did the sign first appear? And so he says, "Oh, Dave, you know, uh, Daniel uh, explained all of this to us. We saw, you know, we we see this star, uh, the the two stars that came together because." And I talk about it on this video right here. This one right here, I go into the Bethlehem star that they were watching at that time that they thought, you know, certainly would lead them to Jerusalem, to the palace in Jerusalem, which was not the case, right? But it, it was, a, it was uh, Jupiter going round and round and round seven times going around Regulus. And on the seventh time it joined, it conjuncted right there where Venus is uh, conjuncted, just like we saw the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter on the 21st of December. And that's how they knew that the savior was being born. So he's asking them all this. And I'm sure that's what they told him, the king. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem, search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Jerusalem. As I was telling you the other day, because the, of, of Venus getting closer to uh, Jupiter, it pointed them in the right direction, just like we saw Jupiter getting closer to Saturn, like, a, like, a, like an arrow pointing the direction to go in. Okay, so then it was when um, it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw, in, a, in other words, the conjunction was right then. And when they saw the star, when they saw the conjunction, they were filled with joy. They were so filled with joy. They entered the house. They saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. They worshiped him because they knew from Daniel, this would be the king of the world. This would be the savior come to earth. God with us, as it talked about in Isaiah, God with us. Then they opened their treasures, the treasure chest and gave him gold, frankincense and myrrh. Gold because it's money. Frankincense, uh, I think that's, a, that's a, something that they would use for burial both frankincense and myrrh, I think they would. So they knew that he was coming to, to die for us. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. So that is, that is the Christmas story. After that, they, uh, again, they hear from the Lord after the wise men were gone. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt. That very night, they said, pack your stuff. Let's go. And with the child and Mary, his mother, and, there, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. All right. So that is that I wanted you to see the promise that the Lord has for us from Isaiah. 
He said, soon your descendants will come back and all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look around and see for all your children will come back to you. As surely as I live, says the Lord, they will be like jewels or bridal ornaments for you to display. So this is a promise the Lord has for us. I know a lot of you have had difficulties with your family members or maybe your children have gone. They've been under this deception. There's so much deception. And so the, the, and these people are really good at it <laughs> in the mainstream media. Don't worry because the Lord has promised they will all come back to you. That is what this is about, is about the all this, this uh, enemy not being able to run the world anymore with all their deception. So just hang on tight. We're almost there. Comfort my people, says the Lord. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her that her sad days are gone and her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. That it's it's enough. He's you've you've been you've you've gone through enough. <laughs> it's enough. Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys, level the mountains. Uh-oh. I'm going the wrong way. Um, fill in the mountains. Um, fill in the valleys, level the mountains and the hills, straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all the people will see it together. The glory of the Lord will be revealed and all the people will see it get together for the Lord has spoken. So that's going to, that's a little hint on what I'm going to be talking about on my next video. I'm going to do several in Isaiah 40, which is a, a lot of times Isaiah 40 and, and, and that ser uh, series of chapters right in there is read during the Christmas season, during the Advent season, because again, our forefathers knew this was the day when, when we would be set free from our, uh, oppressors from the tyrants over us. So it's very uh, much a, a biblical, a, a Christmas uh, series right here uh, to read, but the, that all the people will see it together. So I don't, I can't tell you exactly when that's going to be, but I do know it's coming up quick. All right. I think that's everything I had for you today. I think that is. Um, yeah. Remember Check out this book, to share it with your friends, share, share everything with your family and friends so that they know what's going on, that this is biblical and that they are, won't be afraid and they'll know that we're going into a thousand years of peace, that we're we're almost there being set free. And this is biblical, literally, not just that it's huge, but this is biblical. Again, let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for your promise. Thank you that, that you, everything that you have promised is coming true. Nothing can stop it because this is this is you who's who's doing this. This is not a human, just humanity working. We are working with you, but you are directing our steps and you are setting us free and that all of the world will see it together. Oh Lord, we thank you that all of this world is waking up. They tried to they tried to uh, to do a reset, but they 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 prompted a great awakening. But again, this is your timing. This is your plan. Just like the the wise men saw the star and they the, uh, the the Bethlehem star, and they knew this was the day when you were being born. We know this is the day when you're setting us free. We know that. Thank you that you're speaking to us. We are guiding us out of all this deception and all this confusion and uh, Lord, and, and we're just waiting for that time when everyone will see it together so that we all will join together and see what uh, that we're being set free. Uh, and I, I could 
we are all feeling that this is coming really, really close. So much truth is being revealed. So we know uh, the enemy's going to try no telling what, but Lord, we put our trust in you that you are going to keep us safe and you're going to protect us. You're going to guide us every step of the way. And uh, we thank you for all these great patriots. We thank you for our military. We just pray that you, you'll just uh, surround them with your heavenly host and that that not one hair on their head would be hurt. We pray, oh Lord, that only those who are who have done evil would have any consequences and that everyone else will be perfectly safe and fine. And uh, we just ask that that those who've been under this deception, that you just help them to wake up <laughs> gently uh, to, so that they can come out of this, um, this confusion and deception and that we would all be brought back together. We know that that's what you've promised in your word. We're ready for, to see that day. We praise you, Lord, that you are faithful to your word and that uh, you're so good to us. We pray all these things in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. I'm going to tell you about one quick thing. If anybody wants to stay for a half second, I was going to just talk about something I added to the health page. When you go to freedomforce.live, uh, I think it's now slash health. Actually, no, it's called the millennial kingdom of health, whatever. Oh, hang on, hang on. Now, actually I changed the name of it. Now I'm, now I've messed something up. You know, you fix one thing and you break another. One. All right. So here on the health page, I need to go back and fix that. When you go on here, all the way at the bottom, I added something about aloe vera. Okay. This is, you know, you could get this locally. You can get it through Herbalife either way, but here's a video on it. It's really, really super, super good for your health. Okay. And I'm just talking about, it's great for regularity. Let's just put it that way. Um, and I put about three tablespoons, very, you don't need much at all of aloe vera juice. I don't drink it straight. I just put a little bit of my, in my drink every day and everything is good to go. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted you to know about that. And it's something that's very, very easy to add to your regimen. And uh, it's just so, so good for you. So check that out. That's something new that I added. Um, here are the links to where you can get the, um, like I said, one of the best things I've done for myself for this year is, is do the herbal life because I am just going and going and going. And I, I never run out of energy. I never, uh, uh, but hypoglycemia is solved. I'm so, so thankful. I put two scoops of this uh, one here, the formula one and two scoops of the protein. And I'm telling you, it just, I know I'm saving money because I just keep going and going and going and never, I don't have to be like having food with me all the time, like a baby, like I used to. All right. So then here's where you can get a discount. Here's where you can join the, um, the telegram app so you can get free coaching. I think that's everything. Hold on. I love you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Um, I will talk to you soon. All right. And just, just enjoy this Christmas. Uh, and, and when you sing joy to the world, I want you to remember this is the day that we're being set free. We pray. We just, we praise him for that. All right. Love you guys. All right. Bye.